of Ed and All Hope listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya folks, Old Man Grognard here. Finally made it through the week again. Every week is an accomplishment, yes. <laughs> and I've got nothing going on. Uh, Thursday game happened this week. It uh, It's face-to-face game. First one I've had in a long time. And uh, I've always got something, little something going on, but usually it's pretty dull. So I get a lot of time to work on stuff. You know how that is. I'm sure you are too. Well, I want to talk about fixing stuff today, fixing stuff in your campaign, especially something specific, but we'll talk about that after this. All right, before we get into it, I do have a voicemail from John Allen Large of the Red Dice Diaries. He's asking me about Mistara. So, go ahead, John. Hey there, Glenn. It's John here from the Red Dice Diaries. Just been listening to your episode titled Wakey Wakey, trying to catch up on my podcast listening. You mentioned Mistara in that, and I've got to admit, I don't really know a great deal about Mistara other than what's in my print-on-demand copy of the Raw Cyclopedia. So I was wondering if you could recommend some resources for someone like me who's heard the name but doesn't really know anything about it but would like to find out a bit more. Anyway, thanks very much, dude. Enjoying the episodes. Take care, and I will catch you soon. Thank you very much, John. Well, well, well. First off, you're in the right place where you got your print-on-demand of the RC because there are the Dungeons & Dragons Gazetteers. There's 14 of them, 15 if you count the box set they did. These These are rather inexpensive supplements that each detail a section of Mistara and they're very detailed. They can add things to your your Beck Me game and other things in the world. And I would recommend you get them. They, uh, I believe, I'm not sure if they're all on, on PDF now, but you'd have to check as of this recording. And they're slowly releasing them on print-on-demand also. I know Karamikos is print-on-demand. That's the first one. I recommend you read that one first and then just, you know, as they're coming out, go through. Or if you can find them on eBay, too, they're kind of expensive or anywhere else. I managed to luck into my set over at Half Price Books. But the D&D Guest Ears, also the Dungeons & Dragons Creature Crucible. There's four of those. Those are also, I believe, on PDF and coming out on -on print-on-demand, which... Which they concentrate on certain kinds of creatures, like Topolista is uh, gnomes and other other monster type creatures. Tall Tales of the Wee Folk or Fey Night Howlers. They concentrate on where the Were community, the werewolves, and see the sea people. I believe it is is like sea elves and things like that. So, also, I would recommend for you on YouTube. There is. A Someone named Mr. Welsh on there who does very good comprehensive review of sections of Mistara. Usually takes him by Gazetteer or Crucible. And he reviews that and then he tells you about, you know, that section of Mistara. And he gets into other things Mistara too. So he is a, a font of information. You want to you want to check out this. Mr. Welsh on YouTube. 
and he does a bang up job. I gotta say, I'm I was I was addicted. He got he 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 lit, he lit a fire under my butt, and now I'm kind of like, yeah, yeah, I want to run, Mister. I want to play, Mister. Yeah, 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 type of thing. So <laughs> there's that. Anyway, thank you, thank you for that, thank you for that email. I appreciate it. Now. Okay, fixing stuff. What I'm talking about is retcons. I'm talking about if you've ever done anything in your game where you say, no, I didn't want to do that, or usually it's it's something that you did. It may be something the players did, but not so much because you, if you're, you're doing it like I tell you to do it, or if you do it the way I do it, you're rolling with whatever the players give you. You know, they're giving you lemons, you make lemonade. That's the whole point of game mastering to me. But if you do something that's seriously going to like, especially if you're running like a pre-written module, because, you know, the, and, and, there's, and there's some leeway in there too. I rarely retcon stuff because, you know, it, it works. It, it all comes out in the wash. At the end of the day, usually things I do with the players, it works itself out. You know, but there are times when I've had to, I remember retconning an entire campaign, uh, but the campaign at least like that was the first session where there was a, this, this was when I was first working on tunnels and trolls, working on running tunnels and trolls. And uh, I kill, I did a, we had a TPK in the first encounter, which is four ghouls. So I looked at it and I go, okay, that didn't, I didn't, for some reason, I didn't do this right. And I looked at it and I go, hmm, okay, guys, tell you what, we're going to redo this encounter. And, you know, the next session I said, uh, you guys are, you guys are alive again. I'm going to roll the clock back and we're going to redo this. And I made some adjustments and they survived it. You know, that's the one point where it's like, Oh yeah, okay, I can roll whatever happens, but at the same time, we just started. You know, that kind of thing. If you're using a pre-written module, now, if you're using a pre-written module, you can always use the excuse, well, that's the way I wanted it to go. But I've ri- I've I've ran modules before where afterwards I go, "Oh, I forgot to do that. I forgot to this thing here. I was going to do that." In fact, I've done that. It's I'm in the middle of the session that happens. Oh, I forgot to give them this piece of information. I will find a way to get that information to them during the session. But afterwards, I mean, I can always, the next session, I can always go, okay, fine. You guys also found this out, okay? This is, and I will, I will be up front. I will say, guys, I forgot about this, or I didn't see it, or I overlooked it, or whatever. And I will just, I'll basically give it to them. Because at that point, it's my it's my screw up. I'm gonna own it, and I'm gonna you know. Here you go. Don't do that too many times. I wouldn't do that too often. Uh, it, that just means that just that was a lesson to me. You know, more due diligence on there if you want to conclude what's in there, and, and that's if you want to conclude what's. I mean, you could always say. Well, it didn't happen, and if it's a vital piece of information or something that didn't happen, and it throws the thing off kilter, well, it throws it off kilter. And you can roll with it that way, or you can figure out another way to get that piece of information or have it work out the way 
the module said or whatever. This is not railroading. This is not railroading because this is all on you. You're the one who has... See, that's see, that's one of the fun things I have about game mastering. Something like that comes up. Don't railroad the players into something. Just figure out a way to compensate. It's like a tennis match. You got, you know, the guys, you know, he, if he doesn't have a backhand, if you don't have a backhand, you learn to compensate other ways for it. So you, you just, you do it. You, you just go, okay, well, and if it's between sessions, it's easy. You sit there and go, okay, this happened. So this information didn't get imparted to them. So I will have this, I will have them get it this, I will try and have it get it this way and take it to the table and see what happens. I mean, they could totally scuttle you and do something totally out of left field, but that's okay. You just, and then you compensate more. That's the whole thing. You are, you're the one who's running around. You, they don't know, you know, you look implacable behind the, behind the screen there, but behind the screen, your brain is running around. My brain is running around all over the place going, okay, how do we do this? You know, make a note here. Okay, let's do this. And, you know, this is, you know, don't let them see us. This is the point where you say, don't let them see a sweat. You know, just put the, put the stone face on. You know, put the dead pen on and just work it out. And you're, if you need five minutes, take five minutes and do it. Give them a break, five, ten minutes, and you work it out. Okay, let's go. So if you mess up, it's a constantly, to me, it's constantly correcting yourself. When I'm running a game, it's like constant, I'm constantly correcting myself behind the screen. There's an artist, I can't remember who said it. They said, all art is just an artist correcting that first line. And uh, that's that that may sound a little vague, but I get the meaning and I understand. So anyway, like I said, when you you know when you're when you're fixing things, retcon to me retcon is a last resort. And sometimes it's the first resort if you tell you that story about tunnels and trolls, that was like no, I'm not going to let this happen. We're going to have a campaign. Okay, I'm not going to make him. I'm not making him rolling up, roll up new characters. We're going to just. I'm just going to compensate and say, okay, you guys are here, fine. And that's the way I would do it. So correcting yourself is, and, and I'm. I'm not trying to make it sound like an impossible thing to do. It's not an impossible thing to do. You can do it. It's just you know, if you've got your prep, you got your notes. You know, you know where the story's going. You just go from there. You just extrap, start, get used to your, in your mind, get used to extrapolation on stuff, on stuff that maybe you'd even think about that they bring up. So it's nice to ha- to learn how to extrapolate on the fly quickly. If not, take your five or 10 minutes and extrapolate from there and say, okay, this could happen. This could happen. This could happen. What's the, what's the most fun thing that could happen? Let's pick this one. Okay. And throw, and they, you know, you come back saying, okay, you'd made that save. Then this happened. And now you guys are dot, 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 dot. And the story goes on. So that's, that's what I'm talking about. You're constantly correcting yourself. And like I said, don't make it sound like it's a, a the world's coming to an end or anything like that. This is the job. This is the job. This is how you play. This is not how they play. This is how you play at the table. 
They're playing at the table with you, but they're playing, I'm not saying they're playing a different game, but they're playing, they're playing the game and you're running the game, but you running the game is you playing the game. If that makes any sense at all, I think I just confused myself. So I'm going to stop talking and I'm going to go start my day. So, all right. If you want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognar at gmail.com, or you can look me up on Drop me a voicemail on Anchor. We're monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program. And I would thank you. Thanks again, Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Juan, Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, Jason, and John Allen. You guys are great. And listen to Dan Gregg's Young Y-U-N-G, Young Grognar podcast, Mark C. Walring's The Yawning Albert podcast, Big John Allen Larges, The Red Dice Diaries, and Mr. Eric Tinker's Heaven Chat. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm and I'll talk to you later. Bye bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Mm-hmm.